The Fresh Brew Coffee Podcast is brought to you by the team of VX and Big Heads Media. On this podcast, I'll be talking about life and the many paths it takes us down as individuals and how we collectively meet as a society. Sometimes I'll be sitting down with the guests who will bring fresh perspectives that we can all learn from. My hope is to create a space for all to be vulnerable and human. With that being said, it's brewing time. Hello and welcome back to the Fresh Brew Coffee Podcast. I'm your host, Dakota Patterson, Champ VX on all socials. I also have an Instagram for the podcast, and that is FB Coffee Pod. Once again, that is FB Coffee Pod. For those that need to be reminded, the Fresh Brew Coffee Podcast is available on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So whichever one you're listening to this on, I appreciate you and I thank you. I've been thinking about the word strength a lot. I have been thinking about the many ways it has been used to describe people, things, actions, you name it. After thinking about strength for about 15 minutes, I began to realize that I had no actual idea what the word itself meant. So I pondered on it for the rest of the night and figured that it was something that I would no longer be thinking about by the morning. But when I woke up, the first thing that popped into my mind was the word strength again. And that's when I knew that this was something so much more than a random question. It was a question that I knew that I needed the answer to. I knew that it was something that the root of my being was dying to know. And that is how we ended up here on this episode, The Art of Strength. Like most words I'm curious about, I looked up the definition and found that the definition of strength is the quality of state of being physically strong. And the second definition is the capacity of an object or substance to withstand great force or pressure. Now, what I found fascinating about the definition, well, both definitions of the word strength, is that the word itself is not the only way or even common way that I have heard the word be used or even used myself. So what exactly does it mean to be strong? What is strength? I asked a few people this question before recording this, and I would like to give you their responses. When asked what does strength mean, my dear friend Matthew Ortega's response not only was powerful, but it helped me rethink how I was feeling about my own strength at the moment. What Matthew had to say about strength was, strength goes hand in hand with vulnerability to me. To be strong is to be resilient, steadfast, and consistent. But vulnerability helps to develop strength by exposing us to adversity that we are able to face and overcome. Which in a sense means you're not even facing what it is that you fear. It's cowardly to pretend that we are strong but also don't feel anything. That's artificial strength. I think people who tend to feel more mistakenly believe that they are not strong individuals simply because of the stigma that society has created surrounding strength and weaknesses. I believe strength is when one feels a range of emotions, however much that individual feels, yet possesses those qualities in the midst of it. So I can feel negative emotions, yes, but if I remain resilient, steadfast, and consistent, I can still be considered strong even if my world seems to be crumbling. It doesn't mean I can't have a breakdown, cry, and release. It just means I navigate it with the right mentality versus the opposing view of pretending like it doesn't really affect me when it truly does and hardening myself to the pain I'm facing. In essence, I'm actually running away if I do that. Like how strong is it of a grown man to cry and fully engage with the range of emotions he experiences? That is brave. Brave to face that head on or anyone for that matter. Male or female, stay strong and cry. Cry to your heart's content, that's strength. Engaging with those emotions, few choose to really do it, and as a result, we have a detached and disengaged generation growing up. 
You know, one of the things I found most powerful about his response was how he used the word brave. I love how he associates fully engaging with all the emotions that you will feel and experience as bravery. And he associates bravery with strength. And what I find powerful about that statement is the fact that if you grow up a male, you're taught that to feel anything is to be the opposite of being strong. You're taught that being strong means that you don't show emotion, you don't feel emotion. If you cry, you wipe your tears. You know, they tell you, wipe your tears, you're a man. Which I, of course, believe will cause you issues for the rest of your life. Those issues will show up in your friendships, in your relationship, and also in your relationship with yourself. It goes back to the stigma of strength and weaknesses, as Matt was putting it earlier, how he said that he tends to think that the people who feel more mistakenly feel that they're not being strong because of what society considers strong. And you know, what's crazy about that conversation I had with him was I texted him that question when I was feeling a lot myself. I was feeling very overwhelmed with so many different emotions, which overall had me questioning my own strength. I wanted to yell, I wanted to cry, I wanted to just break down, which really just, you know, it got to me when he said, cry to your heart's content. When he told me to cry to my heart is content and said, that is strength, that truly affected me as a person. Because there are so many days I want to cry because I'm feeling overwhelmed or because I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling upset. No, I'm a human. I get depressed. I get excited. I get pissed off. You know, every day, everyone shit. And whenever I feel like crying, I just kind of think back to my childhood. I think about being a kid and crying and being in trouble for crying, being reprimanded for crying, and how that shame always comes whenever I think about expressing my feelings. For example, when I was younger, we used to do a thing at school or have a thing at school that was bring your dad to school day. And I grew up without a father. So every time that day came, I would break down. And I remember my mom just getting so mad at me. And one day she asked me, why are you crying? And I told her, everybody's coming to school with their dad and I don't have a dad and that makes me sad. I tried to verbalize how embarrassing it was and how shameful it felt to sit there and watch everybody coming with their dad and it being teased because I didn't have one. And when I wanted her to understand that, she didn't. And all I can do and the only way I could really express how I was feeling was through tears. And I wanted her to embrace me. And instead of embracing me and embracing how I felt, I was hit and I was yelled at. I was told to shut up, wipe my tears. I clearly remember after that happening, her telling me that I had to be strong. So when you put that into perspective and you think of me expressing myself and being hit and told to be strong and to wipe my tears, you would start to think that the word strength itself meant to not express. It was meant to suppress. And the mentality that suppression equals strength is such a dangerous mentality, but it's one that's passed on to us. And you know, one thing I don't realize that parents understand is that when you are a kid, you look up to them. You look at what they say as law. They are the teachers. And the kid will learn whatever it is that you are teaching. So if you are teaching your child that suppressing their emotions equals strength, as they're growing up, they're always going to keep that in their mind, either consciously or subconsciously. You know, I didn't actually start openly admitting that I cried up until maybe three, four years ago. 
I spent my entire life denying crying or even denying myself the opportunity to cry because even though I wanted to cry and I felt that that was a good way to release what I was feeling, I also kept telling myself I had to be strong. Truthfully speaking, I think I was afraid to cry. Even though I knew that crying would be good for me, I was afraid to cry. I believed that I was so traumatized by getting hit and being in trouble for crying for not having a dad that I felt like if I cannot cry for not having a parent, I cannot cry for anything. And for most of my life, I didn't. I didn't cry when the first girl I was in love with killed herself. I didn't cry when my grandma died. I didn't cry when anyone around me died and so many people around me died. And so many things affected me. But I truly believed that I was so scared of getting in trouble that I refused to cry. That suppression was more dangerous, I feel, than anything that actually happened to me. And you know, that's not to downplay anything things that happened to me because some really fucked up shit happened to me. But I think that I suffer more from the suppression than I do the depression of the things that happened. If you listen to previous episodes, then you hear me briefly discuss how I was raped my entire childhood. And when I say my entire childhood, I literally mean the majority of my childhood, probably from the age of seven and up. I don't think I stopped being molested until I was an adult. And even as an adult, there's been a few times where I have been raped. And I think what caused me even more pain outside of being raped was my absolute fear to tell anybody that I was being raped. My fear that if I cried to anybody and I expressed what was going on, that I would be told to shut up and be strong. And truthfully, I didn't start feeling strong until I finally started to let things out. Until I finally told myself that it's okay to hurt. It's okay to cry and that I didn't see myself as weak. I saw myself as becoming strong. I saw myself as healing. And then I started to notice that the more vulnerable I became, the more open I became about what I was feeling, the more ways I had to heal myself. And the more I healed, the stronger I became. And that's when I realized that being strong is not what I was told that it was. And then when you realize that what you were told was the truth was actually a lie, it makes you start to discover what the truth is for yourself. Don't go anywhere because after a short break, we'll continue our conversation on the art of strength. Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Aisla. And together we are the hosts of the Bicurian Podcast. Bicurian is our answer to the polarizing culture we live in. Tired of feeling under siege and looking for ways to get involved? Then come be a part of a different way of thinking. Everything from politics to geek culture to current events that polarize us as a society. We explore multiple ways of looking at things. Please check us out at Bicurian.com and follow us on your favorite social media platform of choice. And now, more Fresh Brewed Coffee Podcast with Dakota Patterson. Welcome back to the Fresh Brew Coffee Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Dakota Patterson, Champ VX on all socials. Please make sure that you give the podcast Instagram a follow. And that's FB Coffee Pod. Once again, that is FB Coffee Pod.
Our conversation today is a conversation about strength and what strength means. Now, before I left off, I had mentioned that when you realize that what you've been told was the truth was actually a lie, it leads you to find out the truth for yourself. And that's what I had to do as of recently. You know, I spend a lot of time looking up quotes, looking up books to read whenever I'm interested in something. So, of course, when the word strength popped into my mind, it was kind of like second nature to go and find some quotes on strength that would help me gain a better understanding or just an idea of what strength may be. So this quote comes from Winston Churchill, who said, Too often, the strong, silent man is silent only because he does not know what to say and is reputed strong only because he has remained silent. Which takes me back to what I was saying about my childhood, about suffering and silence, about dealing with everything I was dealing with. And I can't even say I was dealing with it because I wasn't dealing with it. I wasn't taught to deal. I was taught to suppress. So it brings me to think that, of course, I thought I was being strong. And of course, society would think that I was being strong. A lot of people now, when I talk to them about what was going on in my childhood, they always told me, well, you must have been a strong boy. You must have been strong while growing up. And in reality, I wasn't strong and I wasn't being strong. I spent more time being afraid than I did feeling empowered. I can say that I didn't start feeling strong until a few months ago, until a few months ago when I started to really verbalize what I was feeling. And I started to verbalize my experiences and I started to talking to people about what I was going through. That's when I started feeling strong. I would say it was when I published my first book, but even though... I published that book and some people was like, wow, this is really brave of you to put this out. Even with that book and a lot of my books that I put out, well, it's only three books, but within those three books that I put out, I wasn't really speaking my truth. I was still playing it very safe. There's a lot of things that I really could have said and wanted to say, but I chose not to. So when people consider those books brave, I kind of feel awkward when I tell them, well, you know, that wasn't bravery. I was being more of a coward than I was than being strong or being brave because I wasn't really talking about what I was going through or expressing what I really felt. I was only expressing what I thought I could express or what I was comfortable with expressing. I can honestly say that being the person expressing themselves felt more empowering than being the person who kept it in and put on what they call a brave face. Being open and being honest with people has allowed me to feel more strength. Doing this podcast has allowed me to feel more strength. I feel like with each episode, I get more vulnerable. And the more vulnerable I get, the more I'm allowed to heal. And the more healing I do, the more strength I feel. When I asked my good friend Tiffany what she thought strength was, she said, having strength to me means you have courage. You have gone through things and you have overcame it. And every day that statement rings more true. What is more powerful than overcoming things such as trauma? What's more powerful than overcoming embarrassment? I can say that nothing feels more powerful or have ever felt as powerful as overcoming the overweight of shame that I have carried on my back my entire life. And I didn't get those from keeping everything in. I didn't get that strength from going to the gym or going for a run. I didn't get that strength from eating better. I didn't get that strength from drinking more water. 
I only got that strength through vulnerability. Actually, you know, I just said something that I kind of take back. I said that I didn't get it through drinking water and eating better, but I did. The more water I drank, the better food I ate, the better I took care of myself. That allowed my brain to think differently. It allowed me to be more open to new ideas. It allowed me to open myself to healthier options. And healing is one of the healthiest things you can do. But that still leaves me with the question of what is strength? Not only to you, but to myself. I'm asking myself, what does strength mean to me? What does it mean to be strong? Because even with these quotes and even with these conversations with other people, I still at this moment am asking myself, Dakota, what does strength mean to you? When you tell people to be strong, what do you mean? When people tell you to be strong, what do you mean? When you call someone strong or someone calls you strong, what are they talking about? What exactly is strong about you? And of course, that's when things get tricky because strength means different things to everyone. And I think when you speak about strength and you ask people what strength means to them, you have to be reminded that their idea of strength may be different than yours. Because I think it's easy, especially in today's world, if you have an idea or you have a thought and someone else's thought doesn't match with yours, I think that of course, you're going to question your own thought. You're going to question if you're thinking correctly or if everyone else has it right. You see that in so many things, especially when it comes to depending on things. If you're really happy or stoked about a movie and you go to see a movie and that movie's the greatest movie in the world to you, but then the reviews are saying that the movie is terrible and everybody's saying how they didn't like it, of course you're going to start to think, is my taste in this movie bad? Am I viewing this movie bad? Or am I viewing it incorrectly? For some reason, we allow society's opinions on things to shape and reshape our own. So is that where strength comes in? Realizing that our opinions are our opinions for a reason and trusting in that? Does our strength come from being open to new ideas and open to discussions that may make us feel uncomfortable? Strength or does strength come in from admitting when we are feeling something? You know, because as the seconds go on, I'm beginning to come to the conclusion that strength is not for anyone else to decide. Personal strength is for us to define. Personal strength comes from thinking something, feeling something, and being sure in it, and that being unwavering. And to me, for myself, being strong is feeling everything I feel, expressing everything I feel, whether that be in joy, whether that be in sadness, whether that be me crying in the shower or crying in front of somebody. Me doing that, me expressing myself and being okay with such without feeling the shame or the embarrassment, that is strength. Me deciding to look into my past no matter how traumatic it may be and doing that and realizing what hurt me and letting myself feel that and work through that, that is strength. There's a lot of shit in my past that I have to cry about and I have to be okay with crying over it. Cause you know what? Crying is a very human thing and I am a human. So you know what? Maybe being strong is being human. So when I think I need to be strong for my kids, that means I need to be as human as possible. When I tell myself that I need to be strong for my partner, that means I need to be as human as possible. I disagree with society's view of strength. I disagree how people view strength. 
I disagree with how people see someone who's physically fit and think, oh my God, they're so strong because they can bench press. That's not strength. That's physical strength, sure. But physical strength means nothing if your emotional strength is at a zero. I think strength is to be human and to accept your humanity in all aspects of it. Because if you're not being human, if you're not being a genuine human, if you're not being someone who has emotions and thoughts and feelings about those thoughts and feelings about those feelings, then you're just a fucking robot. And we've been taught that being a robot is being strong. It's better to have no feelings than it is to be hurt and have feelings. I know it's cool to be desensitized and to be heartless, but I don't buy it. I don't believe that anyone is desensitized and anyone is heartless. I think everyone is afraid, everyone is angry, everyone is confused, everybody is sad, everybody is happy. Everyone feels everything and that's what makes us human and we should find strength in our humanity and not find strength in the suppression of it and that is the brew of the day. I want to thank you guys for joining me for today's episode. Please make sure that you subscribe. And if you listen to on Apple Podcasts, please write a review. Reviews absolutely help me. Reach out to me on Twitter. Reach out to me on Instagram, whether that's my personal Instagram or the Fresh Food Coffee Instagram. Please reach out to me. Let me know what the word strength means to you. This has been one of my favorite episodes to record. I have more great episodes ahead. Thank you guys again for rocking with Fresh Brewed Coffee. This truly has been a dream. I appreciate all the conversations. I appreciate the shares, everything. Big thank you to Tiffany. A big thank you to Matt for giving me your responses on what strength means to you. Big shout out to Bikerian. I know you guys heard the ad. Shout out to Author Record Podcast. Shout out to Other Side of Truth. Major, major, major shout out to Big Heads Media for allowing me on the network. Seriously, thank you guys for joining me on Fresh Brewed Coffee, where the coffee is hot, hot, hot. All right, comrades, I'll see you next time.